This is going to be an interesting case to keep our eyes on here. Toronto Maple Leafs uh, captain John Tavares, he is taking the Canadian Revenue Agency, the Canada Revenue, Revenue Agency, the tax man, to court in a dispute over an $8 million signing bonus. This is uh, the signing bonus that he got when he signed back in 2018. And by the way, he was being courted by a lot of teams at that time. Um, so he had a lot of options, but it was his dream to play for the Leafs. When he signed, he posted a picture of himself as a kid sleeping in Leafs PJs with Leaf sheets on his bed. So this is something near and dear to him. So he gets this massive bonus, $8 million bonus. And now the Canadian government coming after their fair share. Here to talk about it, Moshe Lander, who teaches the economics of pro sports at Concordia University. Welcome to the show. Good to have you back. Hello. So um, maybe you can tell us the nitty gritty behind um, just how big of a deal this is, because I think this could actually affect our major league franchises in the future and other people signing on if um, if Tavares doesn't or Tavares doesn't win. It has the potential uh, at, at heart is was that income or was that an enticement to get him to come play? And so. It spends the same as far as he's concerned, but as far as Canada Revenue is concerned, the issue is how do we tax it? So if it's actual income, it gets taxed in the regular way. If it's an enticement uh, to try and draw in talent for artists, musicians, uh, athletes, then it gets taxed at a lower rate. So it's not that he's trying to avoid paying taxes. He's just in a dispute with Revenue Canada about how do we treat this in, in the form of income or enticement income? So enticement income is a thing. It is. And, and so what level is that taxed at? It's about 15%, which is substantially less than the marginal tax bracket he'd be in if it were treated as actual income. Uh, the uh, Canadians have always worried about brain drain, and that shows up as well when we're talking about talent for athletes as well. And so... In order to try and entice athletes to come play in Canada, uh, there are signing bonuses. There would have been signing bonuses even if he played in the U.S., but that would be a U.S. issue, not a Canadian issue. And so he's just objecting that they're saying, hey, this is income just as if you were playing on the ice. And the other aspect that he's trying to bring to the fore here is when he signed that, the hockey season runs from October until April. Mm -hmm. And he said, even when I signed that, I was only in Canada for the two and a half months at the end of the year and not because there were some road games. So you can't even tax it as if it were a full year. Oh, that's interesting. So he also owns owes interest on it. How do they work that out? I mean, this seems really late. This is six years after the signing bonus was uh, presented to him. Yeah, that's a lesson to all Canadians. Just because you've received your notice of assessment and Canada Revenue says, all cool, that doesn't mean it's all cool. At any point, they can audit you uh, and they can pull something off the shelf and say, hey, let's go back and take a look at this again. Uh, oftentimes, they don't have the human resources to process all of the tax returns for all of the Canadians and look into every single line item. Uh, and so every once in a while, it's just maybe bad luck or maybe... Did we treat this correctly? And then go back and reopen a file. Um, there is a statute of limitations, but uh, six years is not within that or, or beyond that statute. Rats. Too bad for Tavares. Um, we're speaking with Moshe Lander, who teaches the economics of pro sports at Concordia University. But the fact that our uh, Maple Leafs captain is taking 
the Canada Revenue Service Agency to uh, court. Basically, they're saying you owe us more tax dollars and it has something to do with his $8 million bonus. This is a signing bonus that he says uh, he uh, should not have to pay uh, high taxes on. How does this compare to bonuses for business execs? If it's a bonus to try and attract somebody, retain somebody, then it would be treated rather similarly. Uh, And so, again, it's part of that brain drain exercise that always concerns Canadians. So uh, there is a carve out then that if you're worried about trying to attract talent, uh, there is a difference between income that's paid for the performance of your job and income that's paid merely to get you here to perform your job. And so uh, similarly, there there would be a, a carve out as well. Uh, for executives if you can show that it's not part of your uh, day-to-day job compensation and it's merely a a one-off enticement to to get you here. So the CRA, they're going to try and uh, prove that this $8 million was part of his yearly income, bringing him up to $17.8 million higher than he he reported on his income tax. Yeah, they're going to say that it's just part of the cost of doing business. So this is an, an enticement. This is, especially in his case, where you indicated earlier, he always wanted to be here. Yeah. This wasn't they had to arm twist him into coming to Toronto and I really don't want to play there. It's He wanted to. And so how the NHL structures the deal is up to the NHL. But how Revenue Canada uh, taxes the deal is different. And yeah. so they're try and say that that's, that's not really the, the correct way to interpret it. I have to jump in, though. You know, it, it, despite the fact that he posted a picture of him as a kid wearing Maple Leaf pajamas, sleeping in a bed with Maple Leaf uh, bed sheets on it, and had said it was a lifelong dream to come to Toronto, when you're playing at the level that Tavares is playing at, and you have other teams like the Islanders, the Boston Bruins, the Dallas Stars, Tampa Bay Lightning, all looking to sign you when Toronto is as well, then, you know, just because you had pajamas and sheets when you were a kid, that's not going to do it. Money talks at this point. So I I have a feeling that it's going to fall in Tavares' favor. A plus, by the way, I should mention, the interest the CRA wants is $1.2 million from him. So he can't be too happy. But what does this mean moving forward as far yeah, as I mean, our sports um, teams are concerned? Are we going to see a lot of people looking at this uh, to set precedent for if they'd come to Toronto or not? Regardless of how this case plays out, Canada is always playing at a disadvantage when it comes to professional sports because when you have teams that are in Florida, Texas, Arizona, uh, they don't have any state income tax. So regardless of how Canada Revenue wants to call this, the fact is that we have an income tax up here. And when you're earning tens of millions of dollars, uh, it adds up. And so uh, even though the, the NHL has a minimum and a maximum salary cap, the fact is that what they're putting as a minimum maximum salary cap is the top line income that you get paid, not the bottom line. So even if you were to earn $10 million a year somewhere else, that $10 million is going to stretch further, the further south. And of course, when you're playing a winter sport, the fact that when you leave the arena, it's at least plus 20, not minus 20, mm. is quite an attraction too. So Canada's always at a disadvantage. Uh, Canada Revenue needs to think carefully about what they're doing then in terms of brain drain, attracting talent, uh, if they want to go aggressively after this, I know they don't care how the Leafs perform, uh, but they do need to think about what that means in terms of their revenue base. But how does you brought this up the the NHL salary cap? How does the NHL look at this when it comes to salary cap? Was this bonus actually just a way for the Leafs to get around the salary cap? No, um, it's perfectly valid. Uh, what they do is they take the bonus that's paid and they divide it by the number of years in the contract. 
and they apply that as if it were salaries. So if I want to give you $10 million up front and then pay you um, $90 million over nine years, uh, the NHL would say, well, really, you're getting uh, you know $11 million a year because we're just going to prorate that that uh, bonus that's being paid as if it were salary. We understand it's an enticement, and that's what's collectively bargained within their agreement. Do you think if, if the CRA wins with Tavares that they're going to come after other athletes that may have had similar signing bonuses in our franchises here? Well, if you remember, you and I talked about this in the summer. There was an issue with some of the Blue Jays as well that had a similar run-in uh, about how taxed and they were arguing with Canada Revenue as well. So this is not a unique situation. And again, it's just one of those things that uh, if all of a sudden word goes out that uh, regardless of the fact that you're paying higher taxes in Canada, sometimes when you're done paying your taxes, you might not actually be done paying your taxes. Uh, word can go out. Uh, but the good thing is that because there's a minimum salary cap in the NHL, you're always going to be able to find 20-some-odd people to fill a roster that are going to get paid rather well uh, to play in Canada. And so it's just a matter of are you going to be able to attract the top-line centre or is it that you're going to have a team packed of third-line left wings? All right. Well, listen, I want to thank you for walking us through this, Moshe. You know so much about sports and also the economics of sports, which is ultimately what sports are all about. It's about the money. So thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Anytime. Cheers.